It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish Podcast for Independent Minds. Hey gang, it's the second hour on a Wednesday. We make room for Mark Halpern and the wide world of news report. Mark, thanks so much for being here. I said something that some find dopey in the first hour of the program today, namely that not covering Trump is going to help elect or reelect. I'm still not sure what the word choice ought to be. Donald Trump. And I was making specific reference to the fact that on MSNBC, they didn't take his victory speech from the Iowa caucus uh, and then explain their rationale, to which I say is the logical conclusion of that, that if he wins, you're not going to take the inauguration either. What are your thoughts? Well, as you know, CNN cut out of it, too. And whereas MSNBC is avowedly liberal in primetime, CNN is not or says they're not. I, I, I think it's akin to trying to keep him off the ballot. It, 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 it's unorthodox. He's not just a former president and the Iowa winner and the Iowa and the nomination front runner, but he's the front runner to be president right now. And they're they're a private company. They're 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 private companies. They're entitled to do whatever they want. But you and I have talked about this before. The irony of the people who want to stop him the most, helping him the most, is is rich, and and I and leaving aside the 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 the, um, the uh, journalistic question, just the political reality of how much this will help him is quite substantial. I'll give you I'll give you um, a couple more points on this. I, I do feel very strongly, but I just think it's a, just a mistake. The, the the liberal networks do this. The, the conservative networks do too, right? There's frequently times when when President Biden is not covered by Newsmax uh, or by Fox, and so the, the hands on the other side are not completely clean in this question of what to cover. But I can't imagine, and I haven't gone back to systematically check, but I'm pretty sure that the win the, the the winner of the Iowa caucus when he or she gives their their victory speech, pretty sure that gets covered regardless of party under normal circumstances. The other thing is on Sunday on Meet the Press, and, and I single this out, but there's a countless examples. Their roundtable, a political roundtable, on the eve of the Iowa caucuses that were a Republican-only event were two journalists, a Democratic legislator from Iowa, former state party chair, and Mark Short, Mike Pence's chief of staff, who's a very anti-Trump Republican. So that those that's not an accident they chose to have those four people on and again they're entitled to have whoever ever they want on uh, they want but when 40 percent plus of the country supporting donald trump for president and and both within the republican party and, and in the general election these kind of choices are are journalistically suspect and and they certainly are going to help donald trump win. to me it's and i know I probably speak for both of us in this regard it's it's like the atlantic dedicating an entire issue of its publication to the horrors that will follow if there's another Trump administration or the Times editorial from a couple of days ago. It's a lot of pearl clutching, speaking to one another, disconnected from the people that they would frankly need to reach 
But those folks that they need to reach are nevertheless unaware of this concerted activity. Mm-hmm. You do you do speak for both of us. I'll give you another example. The New York Times has run a series, some of which I thought have been good, some of which I thought have been too anti-Trump, about what Trump would do in a second term. Very, It's very speculative, but I think it's important, and I think it's good journalism to, to give people the best sense they can have to inform their choices. They're, they don't seem to be doing a comparable series about Joe Biden. And and I just think that that seems off because because Joe Biden might be president elected in November as well. And so there's example after example. And and it's just it's bad journalism. And it's it's again, it's just it's working to Trump's favor. And, and, and I just I, I just I find it also confusing and unfortunate. Today in the newsletter, you lead with the argument that gets made by Democrats, what they say to one another and what they say to you as to their confidence that in the end, Biden defeats Trump. Summarize some of those arguments. Well, some of them, I think, will be familiar to people that, uh, you know, that they believe the power of the issue of uh, abortion rights uh, of democracy are are going to be front and center, along with some issues that, that they'll certainly be talking about, health care, entitlements and tax cuts for the wealthy. Those issues, uh, they think the, the coalition that got Barack Obama and to some extent Joe Biden elected will will come back to Joe Biden when the choice is clear. They think Trump has a ceiling on his support. Um, there's a couple others in there, but but the, but the main one they cite is is something that is is um, really powerful, which is. When Donald Trump has been front and center on Election Day, which is pretty much every election, more or less, certainly in 20, but even in the other elections since since he won in 2016, Republicans have had disappointing results. And they believe that 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 just uh, inevitably Trump will be front and center. Biden can do very few events, very similar to the dynamic in 20, make the election not a referendum on the actual incumbent, but the quasi incumbent. And they think there's no way Trump wins that election. That is that is their 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 heart. Now, if you look at Trump's speech on Iowa night, got some commentary. I wrote about it, but not not as much as it should have. It was personal. It was disciplined. It, it was the exact tone, uh, not about personal grievance, but about, you know, Joe Biden's record that his his team and a lot of the Republicans want to see. I think there's a decent chance that he's becomes the de facto nominee in a week and he starts to do relentlessly speeches like that. That will discombobulate the, the argument I laid out of what Democrats are counting on, which is that he will not be bombastic election denier, um, uh, profane Donald Trump. He will be the version of Donald Trump you saw on offer uh, in his Iowa victory speech. And that that Donald Trump, which is the Donald Trump we saw quite frequently in 2016 against Hillary Clinton, is a Donald Trump who is is a much more formidable general election candidate than the one they'd like to run against. And, and by the way, I'll moderate his position on abortion. So the two main issues they want to run on are three three of the main issues: two, abortion, and and democracy, and three, uh, entitlement reform. Not only will will Trump play defense on those issues, but he will go on offense on all three issues and and try to uh, take the center away from Joe Biden and. He will do it with a great campaign team that's very professional, and he'll do it with potentially the kind of focus that makes him a much stronger candidate than when he is, you know, flailing Trump. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Mark, the it's all about Trump. It's a referendum on Trump argument. That won four years ago. What's changed is we are all four years older. That includes Joe Biden. And that image gets no better for him. Well, not only that, but he's an incumbent now with a record. And, and of course, the, the reason Republicans feel so confident about winning, and I would say if you look, talk to my sources in both parties at senior levels and then rank and file voters, Republicans are more confident about winning the election than Democrats are right now. That may not sustain, but that's my experience. I don't know if you have the same experience. But but part of it is you know, Joe Biden extremely frustrated. He, he considers himself the man who saved uh, the planet uh, by standing up to Putin and the man who saved the American economy after the pandemic. The, the, the problem is voters do not rate Joe Biden highly on immigration. They don't rate him highly on the economy. They don't rate him highly, certainly on inflation. And and I've said this to you before, but but since you and I talked, there's been another round of polling that's shown this. If you ask a version of a question, who's better on the economy, either in the past or going forward for you and your family, Joe Biden or Donald Trump? Trump is winning that question easily now. And it's a single question or questions like it that I think would be dispositive. If, if Biden can't get people to say, at least it's a wash, who would be better for your family and the economy? I'm not saying the, the people who say that are right. I'm not saying that Trump was better on the economy, but the polling is quite clear. It's been asked in a variety of ways by different pollsters. And it is, uh, it is very dangerous for Joe Biden to try to win an election where people think on that it, the fundamental issue of the economy that Trump will be better for their family if he wins. Um, and, and, and so it, 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 Biden will try to make it a referendum on Trump. Trump will try to make it a referendum on Biden. And, and Trump's advantage will be Biden's actually the incumbent. The Biden people are counting on Trump being Trump, it all being about Trump, Trump dominating the airways. But Trump may be, again, under the guidance of his team, he may be cagier than that. He may not be out there being so Trump-like that it's easy. And and again, Trump will be talk more pro-choice at the minute he has the nomination. He will talk more pro-choice, just as he did in 2016. He'll also talk about late-term abortions and government funding and other issues where his party has more of the center than they do on just the basic fundamental right to an abortion. And he'll also, uh, on democracy, have, as we talked about at the top of our discussion, he'll be able to say, who's the party protecting democracy? Their party's trying to kick me off the ballot. 
who's the party protecting democracy? There's the party who have um, who has, uh, you know, signed executive orders to, that the Supreme Court has said were improper. I'm not siding with Trump on these issues. I'm just explaining what he's going to say. And the current polling, you know, tells the tale. Trump's ahead in the battleground states, not all of them, but in, in enough to win and to win handily. And Trump is a better candidate than Biden. I'm just talking about skill wise. He's just a better candidate. I don't, I don't think that's a controversial statement, although I'm sure some people will light me up for saying it. So Joe Biden has his, has his work cut out for him here. And, it, and, and if all they're relying on is to Trump to make himself a big fat target, I think they may be disappointed. I want to look forward with Mark Halpern to what's going to unfold on Tuesday in New Hampshire. But just one footnote on Iowa. If the pollsters get it wrong, then we lambaste them. Let's give a shout out to J.N. Selzer, whose work you have featured prominently in the wide world of news, because from my vantage point, like she nailed it. That December poll was the one that I think had Trump at Trump at 51. I think that the pre-election had Trump at 49. I mean, a caucus is a hard thing to poll. You don't know, know who's coming out. And she did extremely well. Agreed? She did. And I used to and used to be the pollster I worked with when I worked at Bloomberg. And, and I've known her for a long time. And and it, it's not luck and it's not um, magic. She just knows how to poll in general. But also polling the caucus is difficult because you got to figure out who the right universe is. You don't want to be polling the wrong people or it's garbage in, garbage out. And Anne's number, not just for Trump, but for DeSantis and, and Haley. Now, she had Haley ahead, but she also said, look at the internals, look at the other questions and, and concerns about Haley. No surprise if Haley doesn't doesn't finish second. And she, she nailed that, too. So um, I, I really I really don't like bad polling and I really like good polling and I really don't like people who denigrate all polls and all pollsters as biased or incompetent, whatever. Anne is excellent. And she is a she is a. Um, She's a model of professionalism, and and I did a, a call with Anne, uh, Wide World of News, concert coverage with Anne and two other pollsters, one of whom referred to Anne as a polling goddess, and I think that's an understatement. So we're both fans of Jeff Greenfield, and in Politico today, and I, I linked to it as well, he has, here's how it will go down, five potential scenarios, one being New Hampshire ends the contest, another being, quote unquote, correcting Iowa, a play on what Nikki Haley said, winning by losing, losing by winning. Another of his scenarios, the front runner stumbles but survives. I'm partial to that one for what it's worth. Finally, New Hampshire is irrelevant. I actually like a combination of four and five. The front runner stumbles and New Hampshire is irrelevant. What does Mark Halpern favor? Oh, I totally disagree about five. I think five is not is not a factor. And I, I don't think there's nearly as much historical evidence for five. I think the most valuable thing about Jeff's column is he points out that, that New Hampshire has done different things. It does some of these things more than others, but that you shouldn't assume that you know what New Hampshire is going to do. John Kerry won both Iowa and New Hampshire. Uh, Al Gore won both Iowa and New Hampshire and, and effectively ended the contest. And again, that's, I think, the thing that's most likely to happen. I don't rule out that Haley wins, but... Trump is so motivated to win New Hampshire. And, you know, the, the latest polling in the Boston Globe today has him up by double digits with Christie out of the race. I think the Ramaswamy vote is going to go in a more linear fashion in New Hampshire to Trump than the Christie vote will go in a linear fashion to, to Haley, although she'll, I think, get the bulk of it. And I think I think that um, that uh, Haley is going to have to, I think, have a moment of breakthrough. Uh, as we've seen, we've seen we've seen moments in the interval between Iowa and New Hampshire 
where it really changes the dynamics of the race. But if she doesn't have a moment, of course, Trump's refusal to debate, which I think the press should be harder on him for, uh, makes it harder for her to have a moment. Uh, you know, what can she do? She's grinding it out. She's doing a lot of events. She's appearing on TV by herself and with Governor Sununu. She's trying to, to, to close the gap. But I, I think that particularly with the decline of DeSantis and the withdrawal of Ramaswamy, it's going to be difficult for her to win. And, and at this point, given the expectations, I'm not sure a close makes her the comeback kid and, and keeps the contest going in a vibrant way. I think at this point, she either needs to be super close or she needs to win it outright. And again, Trump's motivation is massive here. If he can end it here, he doesn't have to go another month before he tries to beat her in South Carolina. And he can turn right to general election and and claim, you know, doing something no Republican has done, uh, a non-incumbent to win both Iowa and New Hampshire and and turn his attention to moderating on abortion and the other things he's going to do. So he's highly motivated to beat her soundly enough that that it effectively ends her campaign. And and again, if I had to say what I think is going to happen, I think that's most likely. But I do think she can win. it. I do think that the, the biggest question is how much can she turn out independents? Uh, how much can she um, make the, the the mix between Republicans and independents in the, in the primary electorate in her favor? So I definitely disagree with you about five. I, I, I base disagree with you about four, but it could happen. But if it does happen, even Haley's supporters will say winning New Hampshire does not transform this race. It allows her to live to fight another day and to go to South Carolina, where she's currently behind, even though it's her home state, and to try to pull another rabbit out of another hat. The reason that I found the New Hampshire irrelevancy argument compelling is is based on my perception that if there's any state tailor made for Nikki Haley, it's New Hampshire. It's not even South Carolina and that she's not going to have the moon and the stars line up going forward the way they will here. In Uh, other words, if she can't win uh, here, she's not going to win. Yeah. Okay. So I agree with you. I, I, I read the thing so long ago. I didn't I didn't remember that that's what five was. Yeah. As I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And again, her own people agree with that. New Hampshire is a necessary, New Hampshire victory is a necessary condition, but it is not sufficient by any means. And even if she somehow wins both uh, New Hampshire and South Carolina, the, 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 the um, you know, the, the, the momentum would all be in her direction. But Super Tuesday is very tough for her under, even under those circumstances. And I think, um, I think the Trump people, again, they, they because of, the, of the, the nature of her support, which is, which is even in a one-on-one race, just does not get her to victories in, in these states. And a lot of these states are winner-take-all. And if it's effectively a two-person race, although DeSantis is not currently going anywhere, you know, she needs to get 50 to win, to win these states. And, and the party just doesn't lay up that way. Mark, b- before you leave me, neither of us has said anything about DeSantis. What What's the path? I mean, I I don't see him oh, in a second place I, scenario. Tell me. Oh, I do. Oh, I think the path is pretty clear. And it, it makes him the fourth most likely person to be elected president this year, which under the circumstances of how poorly he's done so far is a pretty good place to be. Here's the path. Haley loses New Hampshire to Trump. Yep. Haley loses okay. New Hampshire to Trump. Haley loses South Carolina. And, and, and she stays in or not. But if she does stay in, she loses South Carolina to Trump. She's done. No one, I think, thinks she could continue if she loses. And maybe she loses them both soundly. DeSantis hangs around the rim, cuts his spending, gets some money into his super PAC. I think he's broken the law by doing his whole campaign out of super PAC, but but he'll continue to do that. And then so then we get to Super Tuesday. Haley's out. Everybody's out. It's just Trump and DeSantis. DeSantis picks up more delegates than anybody. And then Trump is indicted, is convicted. And the party decides we can't have a convicted felon or Trump makes a plea deal or something, 
and Trump has to get out. And then DeSantis says, I'm the nominee because I have the most delegates after Trump. That's that requires a lot of ifs. But but it but if you want to be president of the United States and you poured months into trying to do it and you see a path remaining that's not particularly dangerous, that's what you do. And so that's what I think he's doing. Now, he may change his mind. But I think right now, as I said, he's the fourth most likely person to be elected president. And it's not it's, it doesn't involve a Martian invasion. It just involves Trump being convicted and not being able to go forward and and house and, and doing better on Super Tuesday and beyond than Haley. And I think those two things are within the realm of possibility. Okay, so I'm going to say that the DeSantis path, I'll sum it up in two words. Judge Chutkin. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Campaign manager for Ron DeSantis. But 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 again, I don't know that Trump would withdraw if he were convicted. And I don't know that the party would try to get him out if he were convicted. But it's not impossible. It's not impossible. And a conviction is not impossible. Again, I don't think there's going to be a trial in time before the election. I just don't think that's in the cards. If there is, I'm not sure he'll be convicted. If he is convicted, I'm not sure he'd be forced out or choose to get out. But these things are not impossible. And what's the cost to DeSantis? He's not he's not going to endorse Trump and, you know, make up with Trump. He's not hurting himself in Florida anymore. You know, it's a little demeaning because he's not going to get much attention and his poll numbers will go down. But that path is I mean, I won't say it's better than Haley's path, but I don't think it's much worse than Haley's path unless she wins New Hampshire. It kind of presupposes, though, that others roll over for him if he's only the last man standing. If I'm Nikki Haley and I bowed out after South Carolina, hell, if I'm Chris Christie and I got out before Iowa, I don't know that in three months I'm standing by and saying, yes, it's got to be Ron DeSantis because he hung in. Well, but if the timing is such that it happens after DeSantis has accumulated the second most number of delegates, right. it's too late for Chris Christie or Nikki Haley mm-hmm. or, or, you know, Greg Abbott or anybody else to say, make it me. Now, the RNC may say, you know, we're not going to pick the guy or the gal with the second most delegates, but you'd have a really strong argument to say, I ran, I got the second most delegates, the first guy's out, make it me. I think that's as, as strong an argument as anything. Now, his lack of personal connection to people in the party means, you know, they'd be more likely to throw him over than if he's someone who's well-liked. But again, it's the strongest, I think it's the strongest argument. I can't do better. Everybody would have at that point. Yeah, I can't do better for, for DeSantis' path. I, I agree with the way that you framed it. Mark, that was excellent. And, and, again, as- and, 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 just, and just to say, the reason people get out almost always is they don't have any money left. He's going to have money if he wants it, enough to keep the thing going. Right. I think any Trump alternative... There will be people out there willing to fund that uh, that candidate. Uh, it occurs there to me. There will be, but our, he's got built in. He's got people built in who will give him up. It occurs to me our next conversation will be the day after the New Hampshire primary. I'm looking forward to that already. It will indeed. It will indeed. I'm looking forward to it, too, and I always enjoy speaking with you, Michael. Mark, the wide world of news. Thank you so much. Mark has offered so much Thank great you, content for his subscribers, uh, of which I am one, and I've taken full advantage of it recently. Thank you, Mark. Hey, can we pick up on what he just said? Because we had a, a robust conversation about New Hampshire. Haley, can she really defeat Trump in New Hampshire? If not there, where? And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, what about DeSantis? He's still in this. What possibly could be his path? And Mark laid it out. The only one that I can conceive of as well. It's that he's the last one standing in the ring with Trump and Trump gets indicted and that causes Republicans to decide they don't want him to be their nominee because an indictment alone, a conv- pardon me, I didn't mean to say indictment, a conviction alone is not enough to uh, to take him down. And by the way, 
exit polling in Iowa from ABC News. Is Trump fit to be president if convicted? 63% of Republicans said, yeah. What would be the problem? Two-thirds of caucus goers say that Joe Biden didn't legitimately win the 2020 election. About seven in 10 of those voters, they supported Donald Trump in the Iowa caucus. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. XM. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Here's that poll that Mark Halpern made reference to. With less than a week to go before the nation's first presidential primary, this is from The Globe, former President Donald Trump continues to dominate the field, maintaining a double-digit lead over former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, while Florida Governor Ron DeSantis trails in a distant third. This is a Suffolk University, Boston Globe, NBC 10 poll of likely New Hampshire primary voters. Trump, who urged supporters in Atkinson, New Hampshire, to help him by showing big margins, garnered 50 percent in the survey, buoyed in part by registered Republicans, 61 percent, and voters who describe their politics as conservative. Overall, Trump is strong across most demographic groups, drawing more support than his rivals among men, women and voters, young and old. Uh, Okay, here we go to your telephone calls. Amy, you wanted to say what from Arlington Heights, Illinois? Well, I enjoy your conversation with Mark every week. I even set my timer so I don't miss it. Um, But I have to say, do you honestly think that Anyone who's watching MSNBC is going to be voting for Trump. I mean, there's something about journalists wanting to tell the truth, although all the nighttime shows are opinion. I get that. Um, And I guess I just it's not the journalist's fault. It's not the prosecutor's fault. It's the people that are voting for Trump. And it's Haley and DeSantis and the fact that they refuse to go after him even though they want his job and they think he shouldn't be president. Let me let me ask you, you can be the first to answer tomorrow's poll question. I'm not sure in the final wording, but I'll put it this way. Should MSNBC on Monday night have televised live at least some of Trump's victory speech? 
No. I would say no. they should have taped it and, and, and shown some of it. But, but then you're just promoting the lies. If he's, right. I mean, I didn't listen okay. to his speech. So, I, I, so, but I, but I, humor, humor, humor the host of the program. Trump gets yeah. elected. Not your desired outcome, I'm sure. It's inauguration day. It's January 20 of 2025. Should MSNBC carry the inauguration speech live? Yes. What's the difference? Well, in Iowa, Trump got 56,000 votes. My little suburb of Chicago has more than 56,000 residents. I know it's a big deal because it's the first sort of test of real voters, but it's a small state. It's a homogeneous state. It's not reflective of the country. And I think all that is all that is true. All that is true. But now but now be fair. If Nikki Haley, if Nikki Haley had won Iowa and, quote unquote, only got 56,000 votes, would you be diminishing her victory and saying, well, it was only 50 or would you be saying, oh, my God, she won? I mean, it would be surprising that she won. So I guess Mm. that's the news value in it. I don't think Mm. it was newsworthy because he won i take your point though i get it i wish no i i take your point i think you're doing great i i love the arguments that you've made i'm tempted to give you a t-shirt oh give me a t-shirt give me a t-shirt or a hat wait 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 would you like some wait wait for it now merchandise i want some smirch merch all right hang on a second okay i'm gonna i'll tell you why later i said it that way put i'm putting amy on hold Dan or Tamsin, if you can hook her up, I would be much obliged. By the way, her enthusiasm was what we're looking exactly. for. Do you recall a few that. weeks ago that someone was like, eh, yeah, okay. Exactly. We're, yeah. like, we're not giving you I anything. hope we didn't send it to that guy. I don't guy. think we did, but Amy deserves it. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.